Good morning. This is Mike with FlexDeckPlayingCards.com, reading the Biscayne National Park article on Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, and encouraging you to support your local library. Ecology. South Florida is a transitional zone between the Nearctic and Neotropical ecozones, resulting in a wide variety of plant and animal life. The intersection of ecozones brings opportunities for visitors to see species, particularly birds, that are not seen elsewhere in North America. The park includes four distinct ecosystems, each supporting its own flora and fauna. Mangrove swamp, lagoon, and island key, and offshore reef habitats provide diversity for many species. In this semi-tropical environment, the seasons are differentiated mainly by rainfall. Warm to hot and wet summers bring occasional tropical storms. Though only marginally cooler, the winters tend to be relatively drier. Bay salinity varies accordingly, with lower salinity levels in the wet summer, trending to more fresh water on the west side, where new fresh water flows in. Hundreds of species of fish are present in park waters, including more than 50 crustacean species, ranging from isopods to giant blue land crabs about 200 species of birds, and about 27 mammal species, both terrestrial and marine. Mollusks include a variety of bivalves, terrestrial and marine snails, sea hares, sea slugs, and two cephalopods, the Caribbean reef octopus and the Caribbean reef squid. The sheltered open waters of the bay and the outlying chain of keys provide resting areas for migrating birds on their way between North American, the Caribbean islands, and South America. Many southbound land birds stop in the fall at Bill Baggs Cape Florida State Park, just north of the park on Key Biscayne, before venturing across the open waters of Biscayne Bay. Southbound spring migrants do likewise on Elliott Key. Most of the small passerine migrants are warblers, even ovenbirds, palm wobblers, American red starts, common yellow throats, prairie wobblers, worm-eating wobblers, and black-throated blue wobblers, accounting for the majority. Migrant raptors include short-tailed hawks, sharp-shinned hawks, merlins, peregrine falcons, and shallow-tailed kites, while bald eagles and ospreys nest in the park. Both white-tailed and red-tailed Tropic birds are seen in the park, as are American flamingos, with some of the latter probably escaped captive birds. Shoreline and mangrove swamp. The mainland shorelines are dominated by a marshy transitional zone chiefly populated by red mangrove and black mangrove growing from the shallow water, with white mangrove growing farther back from the water's edge. The tree's aerial root structure provides a sheltered habitat for crabs, fish, and wading birds. The brown waters within the mangrove thickets are nurseries for fish, mollusks, and crustacean larvae that require a quite sheltered environment before the immature animals can disperse into open waters. Mangroves shed leaves at about two to three short tons per acre per year, providing food for fish, worms, and crustaceans. Because the carbon in the leaves is sequestered by incorporation into animals, 
The mangrove swamp is estimated to have two to three times the ability to sequester carbon of terrestrial forests. The mangrove forest on Biscayne Bay is the longest on Florida's east coast. Shoreline and island mangrove swamps together with the bay represent a significant nursery for the marine life of southeast Florida. The salt-tolerant mangrove margin has expanded inland as freshwater flow into the bay has been channelized, replacing freshwater sawgrass marshes. The L31E coastal storm surge levee inland of the park's western boundary has played a significant role in isolating former freshwater marshlands from their water sources. At the same time, tidal water does not reach the interior of the coastal margin, limiting interchange between salt and freshwater ecosystems. Birdlife on the shoreline includes yellow-crowned night herons, loggerhead shrikes, prairie wobblers, and shorebirds. Mangrove cuckoos, a notoriously difficult-to-observe species, may be seen at Convoy Point and Black Point. Biscayne has one of the largest populations of mangrove cuckoos in Florida. The park's margins are habitat for the threatened American crocodile. The construction of miles of cooling water canals in the marl lands close to the shore behind the Turkey Point power plant and the canal's warm waters have provided a nearly ideal environment for crocodile nesting, making the power plant a nursery for many of those living in the park. Although crocodiles and American alligators both occur in extreme southern Florida, alligators are uncommon in Biscayne, since alligators mainly inhabit fresh waters found further inland while crocodiles can live in Biscayne's somewhat saltier estuarine waters. Bay waters. The open waters are inhabited by fishes, mollusks, and crustaceans living on seagrasses or who prey on each other. The shallowness of the lagoon makes it suitable habitat for diving birds such as anhiga, cormorants, and diving ducks. The bay also provides habitat for juvenile sea animals that have left the shelter of the mangrove belts. Manatees frequent the quiet waters of the bay. The bay has a year-round population of double-crested cormorants. Winter residents include northern gannets, American white pelicans, and common loons. The bay also has a resident population of common bottlenose dolphins. Biscayne Bay is a shallow lagoon with little vertical density or salinity gradient due to its lack of depth. Instead of a vertical gradient, the bay shows a horizontal density gradient with fresh water entering from the drainage canals on the west side and seawater entering through gaps in the keys and through the safety valve section of shoals. Bay salinity reaches a peak in June. Changes in the salinity pattern of the bay have had negative effects on formerly abundant species such as red drum. Biscayne Bay and Florida Bay are major nurseries for red grouper and gray snapper. The bottom of the lagoon hosts sponges and soft corals in places where grasses cannot grow. Three primary species of seagrass are found in the park. Turtlegrass, shoalgrass, and manatee grass. The endangered Johnson seagrass is also found in small quantities in the bay, which is at the southern end of the grasses range. Roughly 75% of the central bay floor is covered by grasses. Scarring of seagrass beds by vessel groundings 
or propellers is a significant problem. About 200 such incidents are documented each year, with full regrowth requiring up to 15 years. The bay is also affected by commercial shrimp trawling, which is permitted in park waters. The passage of roller frame trawl nets does not harm grasses, but damages soft corals and sponges. Keys Elliott Key is the largest island in the park, measuring 1,650 acres and about 8.1 miles long by 0.62 miles wide. Next largest is Old Roads Key at 660 acres, then Sands Key, 420 acres, Totten Key, 380 acres, and Little Totten Key at 200 acres, with 37 smaller islands arranged in a north-south line 5 to 8.7 miles or 8 to 14 kilometers east of the mainland shoreline. The keys shift from barrier islands with rocky cores in the north to coral rock platforms in the south. All are fringed with mangroves, with subtropical vegetation and hardwood forests in the interiors, including gumbo limbo, mahogany, ironwood, torchwood, and satan leaf. Insects include Shouse shallowtail, an endangered species, as well as dense clouds of mosquitoes in the wet season, preyed upon by dragonflies. Marsh rabbits and raccoons, together with mice and rats, comprise the primary mammalian species. Reptiles include rattlesnakes and a variety of lizards, as well as an occasional crocodile. The Keys are a transitional area capable of hosting unexpected birds often Caribbean species that have strayed near the mainland. The interior of the Keys are frequented by wobblers and the hawks that prey on them. Coastal zones are a habitat for rooty turnstones and least sandpipers. Gulls and terns include royal terns, laughing gulls, and ring-billed gulls. With brown pelicans just offshore, Wilson's plovers nest on Boco Chito Key, where nesting zones are closed during breeding season. Sea turtles nest on island beaches in the park. Park staff actively assist turtle nesting by removing debris from beaches that might pose an obstacle to adults and hatchlings. Loggerhead turtles are the most common sea turtle species and account for nearly all of the turtle nests in the park. Nest sites are identified by daily morning beach patrols and are protected with mesh screen against the predation by abundant raccoon population. Nest protection efforts have reduced predation by 100% of nests disturbed per year to no disturbed nests in 2007, with a more usual average of more than 50% nest disturbance in most years. In 2012, one undisturbed nest was found and protected. Five partially disturbed nests were protected and one nest was destroyed by predators. The threatened eastern indigo snake is also present on the island. Rare and endangered plant species on the islands include Sargent's cherry palm and the semaphore prickly pear cactus. The cactus, which has been described as quote-unquote near extinction, has been reduced to about 20 individuals. A colonial population of 570 cacti were found on one island in Biscayne Bay in 2001, making it the largest known population 
of semaphore prickly pear cactus in the world. The only natural population of Sargent's palm grows on Elliott Key. Fewer than 50 grew on the key in 1991. Despite efforts to propagate the plant, there are now 16 Sargent's palms on Elliott Key, with about 123 propagated on Long Key. Two critically endangered butterflies, Shouse's Swallowtail and the Miami Blue, are found in the park, mostly on Elliott Key. In 2012, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service authorized a capture and captive breeding program for Shouse's Swallowtail after only five of the butterflies were found by surveyors in the park, down from 35 in 2011, of a total surveyed Florida population of 41. The Miami Blue was feared to be extinct after Hurricane Andrew in 1992, but a population was found in 1999 at Bahia Honda Key. Captive breeding produced 25,000 Miami Blues, some of which have been released on Elliott Key with mixed results. Coral Reef and Offshore Waters Beyond the Keys in the Atlantic Ocean, the seafloor slopes gradually down before rising in an almost continuous coral reef. The reef, composed of living corals, is inhabited by more than 200 species of fish, as well as mollusks, crustaceans, and worms. Every coral species in park waters is considered protected by either federal or state regulations. Coral reefs are estimated to cover about half of the area of the park, with about 4,000 individual patch reefs and areas of bank barrier reef. Hundreds of species of hard and soft corals, sea, anemones, and sponges are found in bay and offshore waters. The coral reefs may themselves be subdivided into the outer reef on the edge of the Florida carbonate platform. The patch reefs between the outer reef and the keys, and the reefs in the shoals on either side of the keys. The offshore reefs are dominated by elkhorn coral in 10 meter, 33 feet water depth, and staghorn coral below 10 meters. The landward patch reefs are principally composed of boulder star coral and symmetrical brain coral. The island shoal reefs mainly consist of lesser starlet coral and porites finger corals. Reef environments in Biscayne National Park have seen declines in species richness and diversity across all fish species from 1977 to 1981 to 2006-2007. A sampling program showed declines at all sampling sites. A correlation has been posited between the observed decline in coral reef coverage throughout the Florida reef tract and the decline in fish species. Declines in populations were noted in both game fish and in fish species not exposed to fishing pressure. Algal cover has increased as coral has declined, so that coral-dwelling species have decreased while herbivorous fish have increased. Increased overall salinity and changing salinity gradients in Biscayne Bay may also play a role. While polychlorinated biphenyl and mercury contamination have been noted in fish samples. The park's eastern boundary lies just beyond the rise of the offshore reef at 10 fathom, or 60 foot, or 18 meters, sea depth. Areas farther offshore are protected within the Florida Keys National Marine Sanctuary, 
which extends eastward to a boundary corresponding to a depth of 300 fathoms, or 1,800 feet, or 550 meters. The offshore waters harbor brown pelicans, magnificent frigate birds, brown boobies, particularly around the offshore lights, and the pelagic birds such as shearwaters and petrels. Whales in offshore waters are rare, but can include right whales, humpback whales, sperm whales, fin whales, and sigh whales, all of them endangered. The small-toothed sawfish is similarly rare in park waters and endangered. Threatened coral species include elkhorn and staghorn corals, as well as pillar coral, listed as endangered in Florida. Exotic species. More than 50 species of exotic plant have been documented in the park, with almost 20 of those considered to be pest species, which may displace native plants and possibly alter the ecological balance. Green iguanas, cane toads, black rats, lionfish, fire ants, oscars, and brown basilisk lizards are common in the park. The lionfish is a tropical fish from the Indian Pacific Ocean area. It is known for its ferocious appetite and its ability to establish itself in new waters, rapidly replacing other species. Researchers theorized that the introduction of this species in the park occurred during Hurricane Andrew in 1992. Sightings in Biscayne Bay at that time were believed to have been from home aquariums that were destroyed during the hurricane, though the researcher who first proposed the theory has since retracted the assertion. More recent lionfish sightings are probably from more established populations in the Florida Keys to the south of the park. Also likely originating from human captivity, Burmese pythons have been observed near the park's boundary along the mainland. Exotic plant species, which pose the highest risks to native plant communities, include Brazilian pepper, torpedo grass, tuberous sword fern, guava, and portia tree. Well, that'll make this that for now. This is Mike with FlexDeckPlayingCards.com. As always, I want to thank you for listening. I want to apologize for any mistakes or mispronunciations that I may have made. The words are not my own. This is just a reading of Wikipedia, a website to go to for the questions, not the answers. Thanks again. Have a great day.